Chicago he might have had to wear with the White Sox. But uh, we want to welcome Ralph Gar on the Sports Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. Good morning, Mr. Gar. Yes, how you doing? Ralph, we, we are doing fine, and Sam and I, we, we, we sort of spaced out the questions we have because we got a million of them for you, so we don't have time for all that. So I've been given the, the first one here, and I want to set this up by saying to you, you and I met. We actually spent a week together. Actually, yes, a, couple, a, a couple weeks together, years ago, at the fantasy camps that you used to go to. Okay. Exactly. And um, I, the, the one I went to, the first time I met you, you said something during that fantasy camp that has stayed with me and I have said repeatedly on the air. And it was a conversation because everybody comes up and asks you about your time with the Braves and, by extension, with Hank, with, with Hank Aaron. Okay? Right. And you said, you told a story that in describing Hank Aaron to everybody, he didn't say much. He was one of these guys who led on the field, but when Hank spoke, you know, it was something that was important. And you told the story of this one young player. I don't know if he was a rookie or not, but he was in the in the locker room. Everybody was doing what they were doing, but this guy was just kind of cutting up, maybe playing some music. And Hank, I guess, had had enough and said, young man. And as you told the story, you said that when Hank said, young man, everybody stopped and was paying attention to what he had to say. And he said, you know, the only thing worse than being wrong is being loud and wrong. <laughs> is that true? And do you remember telling those yeah, stories? Yeah, I remember all that. But he, that's the way he was. He, he just, he, he didn't say too much, but when he did say something, it meant something. And it, and it stuck with the kid and everything. So that's what I'm saying. He was such a mentor for the game of baseball, period. All over, you know, about and talk about how great of a of a baseball player he was, but even even a better human being. And he was a wonderful ambassador for the Braves because every young man that came into the Braves organization, they didn't have to be black or minority, or minority or white, whoever they were. When they were the part of the Braves organization, Hank Aaron was there to try to encourage them as much as possible to try to put them in the best position he could for them to succeed as far as being a great a baseball player and a good citizen. Well, we're pleased to be spending some time this morning on the WaitForIt.com hotline with Ralph Gard. Number 48, uh, playing for the, for the Atlanta Braves, still involved with the Braves and still keeping an eye on this year's team. And something very special happened yesterday. A young man and Michael Harris uh, skipping AAA to come and join this baseball team, and he's a product of the area. I don't know if you had a chance to watch him yesterday, but thoughts about having a young person – who grew up in the Atlanta area, get a chance to take the field and be a part of this team. That just shows you how great it is to be. You know what the odds of raising a young man through with in the Braves, uh, you know, the Braves signed him and raised him to come through the uh, Marquise Grissom School there in Atlanta, which the Braves and Major League Baseball, Marquise Grissom is, is a cornerstone for helping young ball players there in the, in, in the Atlanta area. He runs an outstanding program, and it even Major League Baseball participates with him, even the Atlanta Braves participate with him. And when I go there, I try to do as much as I can to help support him as much as possible because he do a tremendous job there in Atlanta. And it's it, 
You know how hard it is to bring a kid all the way up through the school and then he become a quality prospect and then he get a start in the major league? God is good. That's a wonderful thing. That Michael Harris kid had been there and he hadn't ever given up. That's what I have to give him. I have to give it give him credit for having that stick to it and keeping his nose clean, working hard, and now he was one for three in in the game, although we lost the game. But with the help of the Lord, if he stay healthy, I think he has a chance to do some one wonderful thing for the Braves organization. A man with one of the greatest nicknames in baseball history, the Roadrunner, Ralph Gard, joining Sam and Greg. Sports Radio 929thegame.com. I mentioned earlier that when you left the Braves, you went to the south side of Chicago. I was a young man growing up at that time, and one of the things I remember was that Bill Vec team and the things that he did and made them guys jump through. And w- forgive me, I think those are the years, but I'm not sure. Uh, were you there for the short pants? And what was that like being told you had to tra- you, you had to put them pants on to go out and play baseball? Well, you know, when I was raised, and it was just like Hank Aaron played. I wasn't there to run the team. I was there to play baseball. And Mr. Vick was a promoter, and he made a lot of money like that. And he helped a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? So I wasn't really there trying to trying to uh, say whether I liked or didn't like. I was there to play baseball. And the shots, to me, it wasn't nothing that was – out of ordinary for me because you played baseball in shots before. So I just enjoyed it very much because Mr. Beck was very nice to me and my family. And he didn't, I don't think he didn't try to do anything that would hurt the game of baseball. You know, he didn't want came up with the midget and stuff. So Mr. Beck was a great promoter and he was great for the game of baseball. And I take my hat off to him because he was good to me and my family in so many ways. Really, I don't have no whole lot of bad experiences of people that I came in contact with, with the foundation that Mr. Aaron laid with me and Dusty Baker, I couldn't act for him anymore, you know, so I just played the game of baseball on the south side, and we had a one, he put that, them shots on, and people came out and watched it, and that's one of the, all except that disco night, other than that, it was great for the game of baseball, I think. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, but I knew that DJ, uh, Steve Dahl, who did that out there. That was in 79. But but I, I got to ask you, you know, this is Bill Vec, the guy who put Harry Carey at a, and, you know, in the center field in a, in, a, in a shower. He did all kinds of stuff out there. But for those of, in our audience, and it's unfortunate that we, we have this, you know, there's a lot of people 35 and under, A, that didn't know your nickname, and B, where you got it from. So the Roadrunner, again, one of the greatest names in baseball history. What, who gave you that? Where'd that come from? Well, uh, uh, one of brothers, the Atlanta Braves, Mr. Bob Hope, he was promoted. He worked for the Atlanta Braves in the, in the, in, in the, in the Department of Publications and stuff and everything, entertainment. And he the one called, it, I was copyrighted. I, I, I was given that name copyrighted. They called one of brothers and gave me the name Asked him could he use the name Roadrunner, and one of brother okayed it, and that's the way I became a copyright number named the Roadrunner, and it stuck with me from the time I started until this day, and I was so glad that he did it. It was a wonderful thing. Man, that, that's a, see now I wonder he doesn't get the check, but they got they had to get permission from the actual studio, yeah, to use it, yeah, because it was going to be broadcast. He got the permission yeah. from Warner Brother, yeah, mm. yeah. And shout out to Bob Hope who was doing things. Yeah, you couldn't do that if you hadn't had the permission. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant PR man in this town. Folks, we're spending time with Ralph Gar, uh, Atlanta Braves legend, and also product of an HBCU. The HBCU 
All-Star Baseball game is coming up uh, this week at Truist Park. The Braves are going to be hosting it, and it benefits the Henry Lewis Aaron Fund. Uh, you are a product of HBCU. Uh, baseball at Grambling. Tell us about baseball at Grambling and what was it well, like and, and who you, and who your rivals, who, who, who your rivals back then. Who did you love to play? Who did you hate to play? Right, you well, you love to play all of them because it was great. Southern, Southern University and Jackson State was big rivals then. And then Ralph Waldo Emerson was the president of the college when I was at Gramlin. Mm-hmm. And he was the head baseball coach. So we played, I was able to play for the president there. And Coach Eddie Robinson was the athletic director. So I was able to have a lot of history behind me there at Gramlin. And I was able to go in in 1967 and have a wonderful year. And, and led the nation in hitting and then ended up being drafted by the Atlanta Braves. And that's one of the better things could have happened to me and my family. My goodness, my goodness, you come here. Thoughts about these young people getting a chance to come and play at a big league stadium uh, this week uh, as products of HBCUs. Talk about the opportunity that, 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 that awaits them. It's going to be a, a great experience for them. Well, the Braves have been really out front as far as doing some things as far as the HBCU, you know, we have the Ralph Garbill Lucas Classic. We had it for the last two years in February at Gwinnett. It's a wonderful program, and we're going to have it again next year. It's about the 23rd of February of next year. And then I'm looking forward to that again. But the HBCU classes that they're having now with, with the Henry Aaron Foundation, Atlanta Braves, all the people there, and Miss Billy Air and them supporting the HBCUs there in Atlanta. It's a wonderful thing. And for Atlanta to be at the forefront of this, it's just a wonderful feeling to be a part of that. And for me to be a product of HBCU uh, uh, colleges is, is just a wonderful thing. And it's really growing. And a lot of young ball players in the HBCUs are being seen. And really, they've always been seen, but it's not easy to get to the major league. But for you to have a young man to come up through like this young man, Michael Harris had, and for me to have went through it and to have had some success there, it's a wonderful thing. It can be done. We just have to work hard, put ourselves in the best position we can to try to have success as far as being a ball player from the HBCUs, sir. You know, Ralph, you had to have mixed emotions last year when the World Series hit. You had your Braves yeah. in it, but man, your boy was coaching, was managing the other team. I, you know, you, it probably had you make you feel a certain kind of way when you watched that. It made me feel great. I was a winner. I didn't have <laughs> no lose for me. You didn't have no. You <laughs> was going to win, and the Braves was the best team well, at that, that last year. So that's the farthest. But we had, we had the Braves put together. I have to give them a, uh, uh, give our. General Manager, all kind of, all kind of credit, cre- cre- all kind of credit in the world. He put together when Akuna went down. They came up with them. He went out and Alex went out and got those three kids that uh, uh, Solaire and, and and the outfielder there, and then Severio, and then the pitchers in the bullpen were pitching good. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I have to tell you this here. I think Akuna getting hurt. It, it wasn't a good thing, but that's one of the things that put him, could his wheels are turning to put us in a position to be able to play in the World Series. And to win it, we, it was wonderful. And for me to sit there and watch Dusty Baker and the, and the Houston Astros and the Atlanta Bay play in the World Series, I was there at every game watching it and pulling for both of them. I just wanted all of them to stay safe 
and and nobody don't get seriously hurt. All I was asking, and the best team would win. I was so glad to be a part of that. And I'm here now in Houston now, and I go watch Dusty Baker manage now, and he's doing a wonderful job right now. So, you know, the Atlanta Braves has contributed so much to the game of baseball, and Henry Aaron has been at the forefront the whole time. You know, Bobby Cox was from the Braves. Cito Gaston was from the Braves. Dusty Baker from the Braves. You know, we done have great players. We have managers. That go to show you that we all in this together. You give us an opportunity, and we will contribute good things to whatever needs to be done to help make things better for the game of baseball in the Atlanta Braves organization, too. And there's another f- person that's been with that is Bill Lucas, and that's another story. We, 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 we could talk all day about him because he's yes. at the root of all the names you just mentioned. Every bit of it. Well, we thank you for, for spending some time, time with us this morning. Uh, and before he leaves, we're going to give you this, Ralph. We can't let you go without one time doing this. Beep, beep. <laughs> there, there you go. Thank you so very much. <laughs> Ralph Gar. Uh, listen, God bless you, fellas. You too, sir. Enjoy the rest of your holiday weekend.